1: Or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction.
0: And now, we go into the thick of it.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
2: Erin Addison's.
1: On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening uh, to today's program. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B is over in Studio CC. Of course, we'll get around to some phone calls in uh, the last segment of the show. So stick around for that. Um, Uh... I just have to I have to issue a disclaimer. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I really like I really am. You know, uh, I just uh, cuz I But um today what what I want to talk about um maybe for a number of of, of different reasons will make mm-hmm. some people uncomfortable. But of course, um the nature of what I want to point out is not suitable for younger listeners and I I do apologize for that because that's not something um that's not something that we lean toward doing. You know what I mean? Like we just, you know, some of the things it's like, okay, you may read that story and maybe you'll find some of the things we may share to a Facebook page or something like that. But we try to be very careful with what we address on the air. But there are those times where uh, it just becomes unavoidable uh, in light of what, what we feel we have to discuss and um, what is going on. And, And today is one of those days. And so I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry that I have to, Say if you normally let your kids listen um I know i have I have friends who do um not this not this episode I would say and uh and that's unfortunate but um i I look I listen as a mom, right, and so I wanna be a part of helping you to protect your children um with the same type of protection I'd want from my own children, and so this is not the kind of content that I would want uh to you know be driving down the road and listening to with my kids. Uh, But I do believe that it is important content for those of us who see what's going on in this country and have been perplexed, but also a little bit manipulated by what is going on and people are going back and forth. I want to bring in a perspective today that I'm hoping um, will look (laughs) which I think that there have been so many sort of like nails in the coffin where it should be enough,
0: you know, for Christians who are
1: just struggling like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. We know. You know, and hearts of compassion beating out of control. I feel like there have been so many, you know, exposes, if you will, that there really should be enough for us to say once and for all, as Christians, Mm -hmm. we do not align with current social movements that are popping off in our country, namely Black Lives Matter. Um, But then, of course, there are others that just, you know, give it a different organization, just give it a different name. But the aim is still the same. Um, today, what I want to say is, um, well, first, the disclaimer is firmly in place, all right? And then we're going we're gonna to get into what is bothering me and what I can't seem to shake. And the more I talk to Will, the great about this as far as the sports <laughs> teams and what's Man, going on,
2: ridiculous.
1: Um, the angrier I become. And 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 I I just you know, I don't know if there are many people having this conversation. I've not really heard this conversation. I don't think it's a popular one. Um, But, you know, we're not looking for the popular conversation. We're just looking for the conversation that needs to be had. And and this is this is it. Right. So so we have a lot of sports teams that are making the decision to um, honor what they consider to be martyrs of the social justice kind of movement mm-hmm. all right right and most recently you have the new orleans saints who i, I want to say a week ago today a week mm-hmm. ago today started their practice getting ready for the season right right am i if i get any details wrong yeah, just help me somewhere because,
2: around there that's all right yeah but then so mm-hmm.
1: I, i know i know they started on thursday but i think that was the first game where um, they're they're starting to practice if I'm not if I'm not mistaken about that. Well, I was reading this article from <laughs> from the Canal Street Chronicles. All right, <laughs> Canal, Canal Street Chronicles. Everybody from New Orleans will understand, or if you've visited there ever, you know. Okay, okay. So from the Canal Street Chronicles, I was reading this article, which I rarely say that an article is poorly written, um, because I think you know you have to understand that sometimes there's typos and articles and sometimes Mm -hmm. people are expressing things and maybe this kind of got past the editor, but I read this entire article and, um, what is in this article? It's not just that got past an editor. Um, it's just poorly written. Yeah. And, and I'll have a link to the story (laughs) in, in the, in the show notes so that you can read it for yourself. It is poorly written. In my opinion, it is, um, it should not have passed an editor's desk, mm. all right? that That is my opinion. Uh, but grammatically speaking, um, it is just poorly written, okay? It is not well executed. To say nothing of the fact that um, it's laced with opinion that does not consider any facts, <laughs> all right? So, so here is this article from the Canal Street Chronicles, um, and the headline of the article is Saints Honor jacob blake during thursday's practice now what the saints did if you're not familiar with this is that the saints put jacob blake's name on all of their helmets
2: mm-hmm. right in the front speaking of okay. the new orleans saints not the saints the, of god <laughs> our helmets correct <laughs>
1: correct i'm not like you know I, I'm not like some people that when the Saints start to lose games, they call them the Aints. You know what I mean? I'm not like some people that do that. But with this kind of stuff, I'm very tempted to say that. I'm very tempted to say the Aints, (laughs) all right? Because just, you know, there's something about, anyway, the name affiliation. So, So they decided that they were going to honor Jacob Blake on their helmets, all right? Um, a little bit later in the next segment, I think we'll get to are gonna play the clip just to remind you. I know that this is hard for Will the Great. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Will is not easily triggered. I'm taking at one all, for the team. Take but you you team. are taking one. <laughs> Le, LeBron James triggers Will LePon, the Great. Let me just, let me,
2: I, LePon. Stop. He's a let pawn. Me just, <laughs> LePon James.
1: <laughs> let me just tell you. That is if you if you want to upset him. You know, that 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 seems to be like a trigger point for you there. uh, I've noticed. So but we have a clip and and we'll play the clip in the second segment. We just want you to hear it. But here here is what I want to say. So while we have rioters and looters destroying cities. Right. um, And if you want, you can go back as far as May and June and, and say this has really sort of been unabated. You understand for months that we've been talking about this in in our country, and as much as we don't want it to be, it's almost become sort of normalized. But here is the thing, and I'm going to make a statement here, and then I'm going to support my statement, and we'll share as much we'll share as much of the details as we can, because no matter how much you put a disclaimer in place, some of the details are just so graphic that. Even with a disclaimer, you don't want to share that. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So we'll we'll be we'll be very careful there. Um, but let me say this. All right. So all across this country, you've got people demanding that you say people's names and things like that. You've got the martyrs of the movement being celebrated. You've got corporations. You can't open an app. You can't you can't <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> go Man. to
1: a web page without seeing Black Lives Matter somewhere. Right. Um, where you're forced to this place of you've got to acknowledge this, right? And if you're aggravated by it or if you're annoyed by it, then there must be something in you, okay? You must hate people in some way. Where well, here's what I'm saying today, all right? And this is my statement to corporations, my statement to businesses, my, statements, my statement to uh, sports franchises and the like, and whoever else wants to get on this bandwagon, <laughs> you... you are complicit in endangering the lives of black women in America. And here is my statement to you today. And I think every Christian needs to be aware of this. And I would challenge every black woman to consider this and to take it very seriously while you're being manipulated and being played in the media. Take very seriously what is happening in this country because of the way we are talking about these issues today because of the way it is running on loop on CNN and MSNBC and ABC and all of these other NBC, whatever. All right. Because of the way this is being displayed, black women are not safe in the United States of America. Now you say, Miki, that's a, that's a, that's a strong statement. Please allow me to unpack the statement. What we are focused on in this country is the fact that when law enforcement officers show up to do their jobs, they've got to think through how they might in turn, okay, become um, the victims of them trying to carry out their job to protect victims. Okay. Now let's start with Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake had a restraining order where he was not supposed to be at the residence that he was at, mm-hmm. right? right? And I want to say that it goes back to May, I think, when, when he first got the restraining order. I have this information in front of me. I should just refer to the notes. That morning that he was there, when this woman called 911, he, disclaimer here, not suitable for young listeners here, had sexually assaulted her.
2: Right.
1: Okay. When law enforcement officers showed up to arrest him, they weren't guessing at whether or not there was a warrant or whether or not there was a a restraining order or anything of the sort. They already knew.
2: They knew. (laughs) What they
1: were showing up to deal with. Right. Okay. Right. He was forbidden. He was not allowed to be at this woman's home, but he was there. The responding officers were well aware that there was an open warrant for felony sexual assault for this man, Jacob Blake. His victim... (laughs) Guys, please listen to me. His victim was asleep in her bed with her child (laughs) when Jacob Blake gained entry to her home and sexually assaulted her. She gave her statement to law enforcement officers and according to reports could barely get her statement out. (laughs) And then she said this. She said, Jacob Blake sexually assaulted her About twice a year. Twice a year. Now. Everybody is talking about Jacob Blake. And there's something else I want to say about this. You know, I I was watching the interview that his mom, Julia Jackson, Mm -hmm. did with Don Lemon on CNN. And one of the first things that she says that Jacob Blake said to her. When she walked into his hospital room was what, Will?
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Kept saying it. I'm sorry.
1: And then the mom says, why are you sorry? You didn't shoot yourself in the back. Why are you sorry? (laughs) No, he was sorry because he knows who he is. He's sorry because he knows what he did. And so what is the message that we are sending to black women in particular, like this woman who's only identified by her initials in these documents. Right. So I don't even know who she is. I don't know her name. But what is the message that we are? We are saying to these women. There is no such thing as a black male aggressor. They do not exist. They don't exist. They are only victims. They are only victims. So what are we saying by extension? We are saying that it from here on out or from several, doesn't matter what your claims are. You are not the victim, Mm -hmm. only the black man who comes in contact with law enforcement officers. This is Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. We'll be right back on the other side of this break.
0: When I look in the mirror and
3: don't like what I see, oh, I just thank you for always loving me. And I know you wait patiently oh I just thank you for always me. Oh, just thank
0: you for me. people get tired of hearing me say it but we are scared as black people in America black men black women black kids we are we are terrified because you don't know you have no idea you have no idea how that cop that day left the house. You don't know if he walked up on the good side of the bed. You don't know if he walked up up on the the wrong side of the bed. You don't know if he had an argument at home with a significant other. You know, if one of his kids said something crazy to him and he left the house steaming. Or maybe he just left the house saying that today is going to be the end for one of these black people. That's what it feels like.
1: Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. That's, what do you call him? LePawn, LePawn James. LePawn James. (laughs) Um, That is one of the most ridiculous statements that you could ever hear coming from someone who has any type of platform and influence, right? Uh, It is a ridiculous statement that (laughs) you don't know if a law enforcement officer just wakes up in the morning saying, you know what, today is is the day that I'm just going to, I'm basically just going to kill an African-American. I'm just going to kill a black person in America. Like that's, I just, I just feel like that today, you know? No, I don't want any tea, down with tea, down with coffee. Yes, to killing a black man in America today. Really? Really? And then you speak of being terrified. You speak of being terrified. You know what's terrifying? What's terrifying is that if you are a black woman in America, you can no longer be an actual victim. You can no longer. I want you to understand that Mm. what now is is going on is that the protests that we've been witnessing actually become like victim blaming. Right. So these protests become a form of blaming the victim. Mm -hmm. So who's going to come forward and say that they have been sexually assaulted? Who's going to come forward and say um, we need to get police officers involved? Right. Because look at what happens right. when I call nine one one because I've been sexually assaulted, okay, and because the one who sexually assaulted me has now stolen keys from my purse and is attempting to escape. Like I call nine one one. Look, look at what I am being told by the media. Look at what I am being told by corporations. Look at what I am being told by Damn. sports franchises. I am being told that I don't matter. That's what I'm being told. Essentially, I'm being told, be quiet and be a victim. Be quiet and be a victim. Because this young woman's name is not on anybody's helmet. Nobody's threatening to boycott or to quit or to stop, you know, because of this woman being attacked. Right. So what is being told to black women in America is... Unless your quote unquote victimhood falls into a predetermined narrative, it is actually not victimhood. <laughs> you're, you're actually not a victim. Right. So all of these corporations who think that they're doing black people a favor are really putting black women in greater danger. Because now and, and again, let me give a disclaimer. This is not suitable for young listeners. I would advise that you not have younger ears listening to this. So let's keep it, let's keep it 100. And what do we know about the type of sexual trauma that takes place in the black community? Yes, it takes place in the white community as well. But let's let's stick to the script here and what we're talking about. Because remember, the script teaches us that black lives matter. Right. Right? We use words like black flourishing. Right? We use, we, come on, come on, right? You don't know. We're terrified. So let's go into that context. And let's talk about what happens. Where the life of a young black girl is characterized by sexual violence. But nobody talks about that. (laughs) Where where it becomes difficult for her to even number the different encounters that she has with so-called uncles That her mom Mm -hmm. brings home. But we don't talk about that. We don't want to talk about that. That's just an uncle. A stepdad. You understand? A cousin. Right. Right. And what are we saying in the United States of America to those black lives that supposedly matter? What are we? We're saying, wait, no, no, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. You see, because who has become... Who has become an overnight celebrity? The man who broke into the woman's house to sexually assault her. Man. Whose name are we saying? And, and
2: Putting who, on helmets. Who, and
1: who, who Whose name are we putting on helmets?
2: And, and you know, the, the Milwaukee Bucks even canceled their playoff game in which all the other teams followed suit until they understood that they were going to lose a lot of money. Then they came back. but But they stopped playing you know, over this guy,
1: Jacob Blake, who for the last eight years. Now I want you to think about this because there are some people who are listening who would say, well, wait a minute, this, this young woman in Kenosha said that he sexually assaults her about twice a year. She's known him for about eight years and people would wonder, well man, why didn't she ever report this or you know, why didn't why why is this ongoing because that that is a type of culture that nobody talks about. <laughs> Guys, please understand. You see this this is the underbelly of like, you know, nobody nobody really wants to talk about how some young women who are black in this country have normalized sexual assault in their lives. That that's just that's just what happens. But now we've turned a corner in this country and we have turned the type of corner that unless a lot of people say something loudly. We can't come back from this. (laughs) Because now there is not a black woman or a black girl who will feel like they can call for help when they are attacked. Why? Because now it's not that you're the victim. It's that you caused the black man to be the victim. Look at what you did. Look at what you did. No, I, look, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Jacob Blake got it right when his mom walked into the hospital room. He is sorry. <laughs> That's sorry. That's a sad state to be in where you have no conscience. And then and then, you know, according to the mom, he shifted to I don't want to be a burden on anybody. I don't think that was the original sentiment. I really don't. I think the original sentiment was I know that I did this. <laughs> I'm responsible for this. And if I if I could offer one critique, you know, <laughs> This is why we have too many Pookies and Ray Rays who do not have to face the consequences for their actions because they have family members who always want to put them in a yep. the time frame of being four or five or I six or seven years old. That's right. The Pookies <laughs> and Ray Rays in the hood never grow up. They never become attackers. They never become aggressors. They never have to be accountable for what they do because they're always somebody's little boy. Little Jake. That's what they keep calling him. Lil' mm, Jake. Little Jake. No, what well, Jacob Blake sexually assaulted a woman routinely. That's a monster. Come on. And you're going to tell me that we're supposed to sit back and everybody's supposed to be saying that and like, oh, we can't believe. No, listen. This this is a type of delusion that can only be described spiritually. This is wickedness. That's right. And we cannot be found guilty of normalizing this. All of these corporations, they put black women at risk. Every time you open an app and they're touting this, claiming that little Jake, baby Jake, is a victim. They have put black women at risk. So you know what, LeBron James is right. There should be great fright. Among black women and black children, there should be great fright. Because we have already decided in our culture who gets to be protected and who doesn't. And the leaders of this organization have already determined that black women who are sexually assaulted do not matter. They don't matter. So, who's gonna come forward? That's, that's what I. Who, who's gonna come forward? and speak on behalf of the victims, who's going to encourage the work of advocacy for the actual victims? Who's going to do that? I just, I don't see that happening. Mm. Nobody, you, you see, this is, and this, isn't it uncomfortable? This is why I have no patience for people who like to, you know, play on the, you don't know. And, and just cause that's not your experience doesn't mean this isn't happening. And you know what? There are many experiences I have not had, but I am fully aware that they are happening. And I will tell you this, what we have ignored, what we have thoroughly ignored in this country Mm -hmm. is that the victims are no longer the actual victims. They are the predetermined story narrative screened victims of this movement.
2: And I I tell you what, this information about Jacob Blake should stop this whole thing. All this money pouring in and these tributes and all this kind of stuff, it should stop it. But because they're Marxist and because they have a certain agenda, it don't matter. As long as there's no. chaos and as long right. as there's a certain narrative, That's they're right. gonna they're gonna try to make gains on That's that. Right. No matter That's what the exactly truth right. is, you know. And I, and I feel like, man, as far as these corporations and these sports organizations, like we just have to say, like, enough. It's
0: they sickening. Don't ha-
2: they should they should lose more money. Like, man, they should lose. More sponsors. They should lose the sponsors and the money and all that kind of stuff for even jumping in on this full throttle and making this a a huge deal. It's come on, man. Out of lies.
1: Out out of out of lies and ignorance. Right? So there is either they just they are choosing to ignore the details or they don't know the details, or they're just outright lying. Either way. Whichever one you want to pick, whichever one is actually true for them, the result is the same. Yep. And the result is that black women are not safe in America. Oh so now, so now there, there you go. There's my <laughs> sign. There's my sign. I'm, I'm going to paint my sign. There, there it is. Black women are not safe in America. But it's not for the reason that we're told. It's for the reason that is getting ignored. Come on. And nobody nobody has the courage and the boldness to stand up and to say that? That you are endangering the lives of black women where they sleep in their own homes? You're endangering
2: <laughs> their, their lives? In the Co- with their children? With them. their children? Come on, man. Man, come on. This is sick. And, you know, his dad and his uncles, they're out there like, you know, little Jake, you and know, and, and, and I see Biden is going to meet with their family. All this stuff, I'm like, I'm tired of it, man.
1: Look, I'm the tired president of it. does not need to meet with With that with that family. This this is not one of those. This is not one of those issues. I look, I appreciate um, the gesture here, but look, (laughs) we're talking about a criminal element here. Like what? Why does the president need to meet? That's it. We're done. We're done. We're done.
2: I'm glad he meant he he, he went to support the police officers.
1: Yes. You know, and
2: talk to that pastor, you know, like, man. He should. You're right. You're right. Why would he have to go meet with this? The There's uncles no and the dad and all these people who are pushing hate and, and no a lie.
1: Reason. There's no reason for little Jake. And, and, and let me. And, oh, oh, man. And, and let, let me just tell you, the president does not need to be anywhere near any type of situation that reinforces this notion or this idea that black women are insignificant when they are victims of sexual
2: assault. That's right.
1: So, so, so good. They rege- don't. That's it. That's fine. Yep. That's it's over. Good. And, 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 and it's a good thing that they didn't meet with you. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. Nobody needs to be crying over this. Nobody needs to be, oh man, where you didn't have a pair of kid gloves to deal with Jacob Blake.
2: We need you, to be you. crying over that young lady. Come who on. Who was assaulted. Who was assaulted.
1: Guys, look what I'm saying. And we've been saying this for a long time that we must we must in the body of Christ have discernment. This does not give us a license to be callous. This does not give us a license to sort of um, ignore the facts, even if they make us uncomfortable, anything like that. But what I'm saying is that we need discernment. We cannot get caught up in these current conversations and just go along. And, and look.
2: <clears throat> Come on, church. Man, yeah. people of God. Discernment. <laughs> <sighs> That, that's something that should be prayed for often because the times we're living in, there's so much deceit and lies. We need the Holy Spirit to illuminate our minds, to show us, you know, and some of this stuff, man, it just takes a little reading and research.
1: Just a little bit. <laughs> Don't
2: jump on a bandwagon so quickly.
1: Just a little bit, Will. You know, just just a little bit. And, and and I would also say this, just a little bit of care. I, I, I will tell you this. I, I see stories come up in my news feed and I, I, I hear questions coming from other black Americans who will say, and you know, well, why don't we hear about this black missing person and why when these girls are trafficked, uh, we don't care about them. It's because they're black. So, you know, but again, it's like the predetermined narrative. This mm-hmm. we care about this. We do not care about Well, here is an actual presented victim. Yeah. Okay? Who, honestly, I believe needs counseling because she has so normalized her victimhood that she And I'll be very careful here because I know that sometimes saying allows can seem to victimize or appear to victimize victims all over again. That's not what I'm attempting to do. Mm -hmm. But I want you to understand where we are. And what is going on? And someone's got to have the boldness. Someone's got to have the courage to stand up and to say, wait a minute. Guys, when we chant the names of attackers, when we chant the names of aggressors, we make more victims. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. ready for the question some of us find ourselves kind of living in fear and quaking at this question well don't you believe that black lives matter you know and and so we've talked about this we don't we're not compelled to say it we're done with that but some people haven't arrived there yet and so they're still kind of you know like quaking I don't know don't ask me that question well here is here is my strong suggestion to you all right when that question is raised all right you need to turn it around do you do you believe that black lives matter you need to ask them that. You say you say what about uh, Jacob Blake's victim? Do you think do you think her black life matters? Hmm. You know the one that was sexually assaulted while she was asleep, <clears throat> excuse me, in bed with her child, the morning mm-hmm. that um the police officers attempted to arrest <sighs> Jacob Blake, you know that one, surely you do. Surely you know her, right? Do you care about her? Do you do you think that our celebration of Jacob Blake and our culture further victimizes her? You should ask people that. Ask them. And then and then when the facial expression reveals that they had no idea, I don't, I, don't, I don't know, right? Then say, well, go do your research and then let's talk about this again. Because right now it's not a fair discussion. It's not a fair discussion right now. Right. Do your research and then come back. 888-589-8850. No, 40. 8840. <laughs> 888-589-8840. If you want to talk to us, you can. 888. 888- 589-8840. Sherry B is over in Studio CC. I'm Miki.
2: and I'm Will, and that was Trimble by Mosaic MSC.
1: Uh, Tyler Eifert. Tyler Eifert is a tight end for uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, and on his helmet, he has put uh, David Dorn, who, if you'll remember, uh, back in June, David mm-hmm. Dorn was the retired uh, police captain who rushed to his friend's pawn shop, remember, to protect it from looters in St. Louis and was fatally shot. You remember that? Yes. Um, Tyler Tyler Eifert has made the decision that, yeah, I'll put somebody's name on my helmet. (laughs) I'm going to put David Dorn's name on my helmet, Mm -hmm. who was 77 years old. He was a retired police captain, served um, the Metropolitan Police Department of St. Louis from uh, 1969 to 2007 from 1969 to (laughs) 2007, shot to death by looters, by rioters. Now, remember, David Dorn can't matter. Remember that. He can't matter. Why? Because he was not the right type of victim. (laughs) Our culture has defined and told us who gets to be a victim and who does not. Who you can care about and who you can't care about. And at some point, we're going to have to be able to turn around and say, you know what? I'm over you telling me what I have to care about. What I can think about. Right. What I what I can say. I'm right. I'm over that. Right. I'm over that. And until a few brave men and women stand up and do that in a manner that is consistent with our biblical conviction. Yeah then we're going to keep having these kinds of conversations. There's got to be a collective voice. Why? We don't, we don't need to be quaking, trembling in fear when we are standing on the side of truth. Amen. And far too often, it, we have to be bold. <laughs> be bold, man. You know, and, and people say, well, you know, <laughs> I, I, just, I just don't want people to dislike me.
2: Man, that's part of it.
1: And let me just tell you, look, the, the Bible already told us exactly. that the fear of man uh, proves to be a snare. Exactly. <laughs> and that's that's what so many people you don't want to. You know, if you want to get over a condition, you have to actually, you know, admit that condition. Stop calling it other things like compassion and love. No, it's you have a fear of man. You have a fear of man. You're afraid to be disliked. You're afraid that you'll lose friends, meaning you don't care about the friends you care about you. Hmm. Well, I, I just I just don't know if how that'll go. Well, ask the Lord to strengthen you. See, because when you actually come to the Lord and you confess and you say the same thing that the Lord says about sin. Right. Mm-hmm. Then there is forgiveness and there there is wholeness and there is healing and you can move forward. You can move forward. But the Christian has to stand in solidarity with the word, not the culture.
2: That's right. Come on.
1: Okay, we've been missing it because there are multiple calls for, <laughs> let's stand in solidarity. You need to ask people, solidarity with what? Right. With what? We need unity. Uni- unity of what? A unity of what? Because the Bible teaches us that there is a unity of the spirit. <laughs> So what spirit is the, uh, is these people of, right? W- what is this spirit? And when we don't know and we can't put our finger on it, then we have to say no to this thing. No, no. Amen. And I'm not walking around with your, your prescribed guilt. I'm not, I'm not feeling that you can accuse me of hating myself. I don't hate myself. I, I check. I can ask myself in the mirror. Mika, do you hate yourself? <laughs> my answer to me is no. That's my answer. So I'm okay with that. I'm good. Let's go to the phone lines, 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go first?
2: All right, let's go to Lynn in uh, North Carolina. Hi, Lynn.
0: Hey, how y'all doing? All right. First of all, thank y'all for being brothers and sisters in Christ. I listen to you just about every day. I might not get the whole show. Uh, But, Miki, you said something a while ago about not being liked. That was not my question, but my point is, I don't care about being liked here. I've got to face somebody one day that's going to know everything about me. (laughs) Come on, Lynn. That's right. Right. But I've got to stand up before him and tell him why I didn't do something or why I did. That's right. Mm. But my question was, what makes all celebrities, and I'm not picking on LeBron James, all of them, movie actors, whatever, just because they make millions of dollars a year, people stick a microphone in their face and think that they're going to spout wisdom. Mm. Come they're on, spouting ignorance—that's right. It's what they're spouting. That's right. You're
1: absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And and look, you know, um, Will the Great has made many observations about LeBron James and the safety of our kitchen um, while I'm cooking. And and you're absolutely right. One might wonder what LeBron James might be doing. Had he not received, now listen, man, this, this gift that he has to play basketball, he didn't give himself, right? <laughs> right. So it, it, it's amazing, but one, one has to wonder what might LeBron James be doing in life if he were not a basketball prodigy, if he were not able to do what he does on a hardwood floor? Like, right. I mean, certainly we wouldn't be talking about him, but I'll tell you, Landon, then we'll go to another call. The reason we're talking about him Really, Lynn, is because he has an incredible amount of influence.
2: And I I just want to say we have this celebrity mentality in America and it's in the church as well. And so so when you have people like LeBron James or whoever, Drew Brees, whoever it may be, we have submitted so much to the celebrity mentality, even Mm -hmm. within our churches, as far as leaders and pastors and making them out to be, you know, celebrities, that when these people speak as well, we listen to them and we're ready to jump on. on board. Like we need to cut that out. That's right. You know, Jesus is the famous one. He's the Come one that, on! that we listen to. His word is the is what we adhere to. Amen. And all these celebrities, man, they're foolish. Come a lot on. of them are, are foolish. Not all of Come them, on. but a lot of them are foolish. And they're trying to uh, continue to have their way in this world. And so they would do whatever it takes to, to, to uh, co- continue to have you know, uh, the limelight and the fame and the fortune, you know, they will continue to do that. So whatever they're going to say, it's going to be to keep themselves in the good light with this world. And as the church, we need to really cut some of that stuff out. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to them.
1: Amen. You know, they're foolish. Let's cut them off. Yes. Yes. No. And and here's the amazing thing. When Americans, but chiefly Christians, realize that it is our support of these people that kind of puts them where they are, um, then we'll be emboldened to remove that support yeah remove that support. Well the great where do we go next? Let's
2: go to Jason in Arkansas. Hi, Jason
0: Hey guys how y'all doing hey uh well, there's a couple of points I wanted to make, one of which is that uh one of the biggest problems we have in America right now is that uh sports players make millions of dollars and uh they're they're making more than men in uniform and it shouldn't be that way mm-hmm. uh th- that's a major problem that we have and instead of looking up to them people should look up to people in the military that have seen things and have, have been close to god in that way uh for the the bible says for they uh they love the praises of men more than they love <laughs> the praises come of on. god
3: mm-hmm. uh, come on.
0: Also, the uh, uh, the other thing I wanted to say is uh, that if y'all have not seen the ha- uh, the hashtag Stand With Sophie, that is a big deal right now, and everybody's ignoring it. And the cops won't even listen to her. And uh, if y'all if y'all get a minute during the break or whenever, check that out. If y'all have not seen it,
2: okay. Stand With okay. Sophie. Okay, I didn't. No, I, I know haven't what heard that about
1: is. that. All right, I'll I'll jot that down. And we can uh, see see about that. Thank you so much for your call, Jason. I appreciate you. Well, the great, where do we go
3: next?
2: All right, let's go to Sally in Louisiana. Hi, Sally. Hello. Hello.
3: I wanted to... Uh, Mickey, you asked why was it that she had never reported this. Out of my own experience, is because we didn't... We don't understand. And like you said, we're not allowed through society to acknowledge that something bad is happening to us. Mm. Mm-hmm. So... About five years ago a study was done and one of the questions I don't know the in-depthness of the study, but the question was is it all right for your boyfriend to lay hands on you if he says you disrespected him? And it came back seventy two percent of young women dating boys and young men believed. Mickey, that it was okay. And I cried. And mm. as every time you hear me, as I talk about it, it saddens me that we have such deprivation of understanding about what true love and true respect is. I didn't learn what true respect and true love was until I became a born again believer in Christ. Come on. Mm-hmm. And I learned the definition and the character of what true love and true respect is. That's the answer. I believe Mm -hmm. that's the answer. And I'm not surprised that this has occurred because you're right, Mickey. You're right. When I heard this story, I'm like, wait a minute. What about the young woman? Mm -hmm. I mean, all I'd heard is that he had is that. He he possibly had sexually assaulted her. Then I heard that the, that the aunts, some women that knew her, was actually the ones that called. I'm so grateful that you shared <laughs> more in-depth history because you're right. We hear the news clips. The news clips are out there, mm-hmm. and then you're right. He's the one. So we're the one that has caused this poor soul to get shot. Mm. What about us? Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what I would like to say. I hope the women that are out there that are hearing this can know Christ, mm-hmm. come to a true understanding of what love is, and that we as women, we do not have to be attached to a man to be loved and respected. Mm, one day that's I so good. Saw, one day I saw a movie, and I liked the movie, but anyway— there was a man whose wife had had uh, he got blood, his wife's blood on her. Anyway, when I saw the man with the wife's blood on her, I thought in my brain, in my natural man, I thought, I wished I had a man that loved me that much. Let
1: me let me just say this, uh, if I could just jump in here. You know, I, I wanna I wanna go back to something that our sister touched on here there is almost like an an epidemic of uh, a search for significance in the body of Christ Mm -hmm. and where the Lord Jesus and his sacrifice is not enough. And you see this pronounced among, I I would say, deeply expressed or most pronounced among um, women. Mm -hmm. This feeling of like, I am not complete until I'm married or that my worth is sort of like, you know, summed up by, you know, who I'm in a relationship with. But let me tell you something. The Lord does not take two incomplete people and put them together. That's why we have to not borrow from the world. Uh, Will does not complete me. Mm. I want people to understand that. And neither do I complete him.
3: Mm.
1: All right. I am whole and complete. I am loved. I am purchased and redeemed by the Lord Jesus Christ. Two whole individuals get married.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Amen. (laughs)
1: incomplete individuals let's try to squeeze in one more call will the
4: great where do we go
2: uh judah in texas hi judah
4: hi you guys interviewed me sometime back i have an organization called choices for life and i help females who are pregnant after rape Mm -hmm. i just want to give you guys a big high five thank you very much for being passionate nikki about this girl not not being recognized why aren't we saying her first name why aren't we giving her all the credit she deserves. Some of these women that I help actually think it's their fault because Mm. police say, what were you wearing? What were you doing? Mm. What did you do? What did you do? All I hear, what did you do? Mm. So some of my clients, they think they are the reason why they were raped. So this does need to change. It's not just about black women. It's about females, period. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, when a 12 year old girl is, is, I hate to say, attacked by the police, Um, calling her a whore and different things. Now, police are awesome, but they're always bad people, period.
1: Man, Judah, I'm so sorry we got to run. We're only down to 10 seconds in the show. I, I may come back to this a little bit tomorrow.
4: Until then, Lord willing.
2: God bless.